Well, hey there, beautiful, and welcome back. This is episode 16 of the Ignite Her Soul podcast. We are moving right along. Happy day over the hump day. Hope your day has gotten off to a great start or whatever time you're listening to this. I hope you're having a great day. So I want you to imagine me standing here with this big flashlight and I am shining it all up in your grill, all of your stuff, all those circumstances that are going on in your life right now that you think are standing in your way. All those things that you believe are the reasons that you can't step into that vision, that, that dream that God has placed in your heart, why you're not creating business success. And I'm going to show you how those circumstances can actually be a stepping stone to propel you forward instead of a stumbling block to hold you back. So grab your Bible, your journal, and your beverage of choice, and let's do this. Hey there, beautiful, and welcome to the Ignite Her Soul podcast. Do you have a big dream, a desire that you're certain God has placed in your heart? Do you see others who are crushing it in their business and their life, yet nothing seems to be working out for you? Do you have a deep desire for God to use your life and your business to impact the kingdom for his glory, yet you can't seem to figure out why you keep doing the things you don't want to do and you don't do the things that you really do want to do? Do you feel like God is nudging you to make a difference with your life, yet you sit and stew in doubt, fear, and unbelief, afraid to take that first step, feeling that if you just take one more course, read one more book, or attend one more seminar, then you'll be ready? If we haven't met yet, I'm Betsy, daughter of the king, wife, mom, BB, serial entrepreneur, and certified neuroscience life coach. And I get where you are because I was totally there for years, actually. The inner conflict tore me apart and totally wrecked my health. I knew I needed help, but I had no idea where to start. Then God showed me the way. And now my mission in life is helping kingdom women uncover the blocks that are keeping them from their calling, create wild success in their business in every area of their life, so they can truly impact the world for God's glory, utilizing a whole lot of tough love, biblical strategies, and brain science to help you master your mindset and heal your soul. So you can totally squash doubt, fear, procrastination, and overwhelm, and rewire your brain to work for you instead of against you. My friend, it's time to ignite, because the world needs you now more than ever to become her, so you can do what God's calling you to do. So let's get started. Oh, and make sure you grab your journal, because you're going to want to take notes. So if you haven't already heard me say it, you will over time hear me say like a million times that what you focus on longest becomes strongest in your life. And that is an absolute fact. You see, on one side of your life, and let's call it your left hand, and I've got my left hand out here, you have this big dream. Something that God has placed in your heart, something that you really want to do. Whatever that reason is that you started your business. Maybe you have a full-time job that you want to quit. Maybe you want to spend more time with your family, buy a new home, be able to vacation more, buy a new car, give boatloads of money away to your favorite charity, homeschool your kids, whatever that dream is. I want you to really think about what that vision is and what it could mean to you and your family if you actually accomplished it. And on the other side over here, let's call it your right hand, you have your circumstances. All those but gods that you keep coming up with. 
not enough money, not enough time, not enough skills, um, maybe some sort of a sickness, perhaps a, a parent or family member even that you are having to take care of. Um, whatever it is, that list could just go on and on. First of all, I just want you to know that I am absolutely not taking your circumstances lightly. So please, please understand that. But on the other hand, we all have them. And yes, some of us way worse than others. And obviously in different seasons, we all go through different things. But we all have circumstances. And it wasn't until I was in a big old pit. I mean, a big one. Like a rock bottom pit. <laughs> Several years ago that somebody said to me, I guarantee there's someone out there who's in a way worse situation than you are right now that is running circles around what you want to do in your life. Now, I don't know about you, but I am highly competitive. <laughs> so initially, that really kind of ticked me off. But it eventually got me to look at things from a different perspective. So I'm going to show you an example from my friend Joseph in the Bible, who, by the way, is probably one of my all-time... Actually, I, I think he's probably my all-time favorite Bible character. And if you haven't read his story, it's in Genesis 37 through 50. And if you're an entrepreneur, especially a network marketer, this is really an incredibly story, incredible story for you to not just read, but to read over and over again, because it's going to give you great hope as you travel along your entrepreneurial journey. Okay. So Joseph is Jacob's favorite son. And it says in Genesis 37, three through four. Now, Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age. Also, he made him a tunic of many colors. But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him and they could not speak peaceably to him. Okay? So, in verse 5, Joseph has this dream. And it says, now Joseph had a dream and he told it to his brothers and they hated him even more. So he said to them, please hear this dream, which I have dreamed. There we were binding sheaves in the field. Then behold, my sheaf arose and also stood upright. And indeed your sheaves stood all around and bowed down to my sheaf. And his brother said to him, shall you indeed reign over us or shall you indeed have dominion over us? So they hated him even more for his dreams and for his words. Then he dreamed still another dream and told it to his brothers and said, Look, I have dreamed another dream. And this time the sun, the moon, and the eleven stars bowed down to me. So he told it to his father and his brothers. And his father rebuked him and said to him, What is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall your mother and I and your brothers indeed come to bow down to the earth before you? And his brothers envied him. But his father kept the matter in mind. So God gives Joseph this big dream. And he makes a mistake of telling his brothers about it. And it pretty much just like <laughs> royally pisses them off. Okay. So as a side note here, please be really, really careful who you're sharing your dreams with. Because not everybody is going to be excited about them as you are. And you're going to have lots of people that are telling you why you can't do what you want to do. That's why the Bible says iron sharpens iron. We need to be hanging out with people that are encouraging us, okay? How many people over time have told you that your dreams are crazy? How many people have poo-pooed your dreams? And I bet you it's the people that are closest to you, right? 
And here's why. Your dreams threaten their comfort zone and they don't want to see you succeed because it makes them feel small. I know I've sure had this happen. In fact, my husband and I actually had a conversation one day when I was talking about my vision um, and how I wanted to drill wells and feed kids in Africa. And he was like, well, you know, wouldn't it be okay if you just drilled one well? And I thought about it and I was like, well, yeah, you know, I guess I could be okay with one well, but I'd rather see a well in every village because nothing is impossible with God, right? <laughs> I don't know. That's just, that's, that's my line of thinking. So Joseph's brother actually despised him and his dream so much that they contemplated killing him. But instead of killing him, they sold him into slavery in Egypt to a guy named Potiphar. Now, if Joseph were to immediately assess his circumstances, he would probably say that he was in a really cruddy situation at this point. Would you not agree? But it says in Genesis 39, 2-6, The Lord was with Joseph, and he was a successful man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. So Joseph found, sa found favor in his sight and served him. Then he made him overseer of his house and all that he had put under his authority. So it was from the time that he had made him overseer of his house and all that he had that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in the house and in the field. Thus he left all that he had in Joseph's hand, and he did not know what he had except for the bread which he ate. So here, guys, you've got this guy that doesn't even know the Lord, but because Joseph is in his house, this guy's getting blessed, okay? It gets even more interesting. <laughs> Potiphar's wife thinks Joseph is pretty hot. And she actually tries to seduce him. And when he resists her, she gets mad and tells her husband that Joseph tried to seduce her. So he gets thrown in prison. And in Genesis 39, 21 through 23, it says, But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy, and he gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. Here we go. He's got favor again. He had favor in Potiphar's house, and now he's got favor in prison. Why? because he's got a good attitude and he's serving the Lord. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners who were in prison. Whatever they did there, it was it was his doing. The keeper of the prison did not look into anything that was under Joseph's authority because the Lord was with him and whatever he did, the Lord made it prosper. So here you go. The keeper of the prison is not even looking at anything that Joseph's doing. He just leaves it all in Joseph's hand because he knows that Joseph is, is going to take care of it. Okay? So there are lots of things that happen when he's in prison and he actually interprets the dreams of two of the other prisoners and they actually, these dreams actually end up coming true. These are um, officers and, and pharaohs for, of, of pharaohs. And when Pharaoh has a crazy dream that he needs interpretation for, they summon Joseph to interpret it for him. And... So Joseph tells him what God is about to do, that there's going to be seven years of plenty and then seven years of famine in the land. And Pharaoh actually appoints Joseph to be head over his house and second in command in all of Egypt, second only to Pharaoh. Huh. So here's the deal. And, and you really, really need to read this story if you haven't. If 
Joseph hadn't been sold to Potiphar, even though it seemed like a really bad circumstance. He would never have been in Potiphar's house to have had a confrontation with Potiphar's wife, who then chose to lie about him and have him thrown in prison. If he wasn't in prison, he never would have had the opportunity to interpret the dreams of Pharaoh's officers. Had he not interpreted their dreams, he would never have been summoned to interpret Pharaoh's dream two years later. And if he hadn't interpreted Pharaoh's dream, Pharaoh would never have promoted him to become the prime minister over the entire Egyptian empire, second only to Pharaoh. Meaning, the original dream from God that his brothers wanted to kill him over had now been fulfilled. Boom! Yay, God. <laughs> but... As you're reading along through the story of Joseph's life, it just looks like he's this poor guy that just can't catch a break, right? The one thing after another after another keeps happening to him until the very end. So maybe, just maybe, it's time to stop looking at your circumstances as problems and start looking at them as stepping stones and asking yourself the question, what am I supposed to be learning in this situation right now? And that is a question that I had to ask at the beginning of 2022, when my life and everything in it was in a major uproar, okay? Even though Joseph's circumstances were incredibly bad, Joseph never got better. He never complained. And he maintained a good attitude every single day. And that's why he continued to have God's favor and he continued to get promoted. Guys, if you praise, you will be raised. If you complain, you will remain. <laughs> and if you ask that question, what am I supposed to be learning in this situation right now? God will give you an answer. He did for me. No matter where you are or what your circumstances are right now, God will give you an answer if you ask him what's going on. What you need to remember is, is God is right there in the middle of whatever it is that's going on, whether you see him or not. And he is working behind the scenes to make a way where there seems to be no way. But if you continue to focus on the circumstances and all the things that you can't do, all the reasons why it won't work or whatever. You're whining and complaining about your circumstances consistently. Pointing fingers at what they're not doing or doing or all of those things. You're never going to see that dream come to fruition in your life. In fact, you're just going to keep attracting more stuff to complain about. You see, Joseph went from the pit to the palace overnight. One day he's in jail. The next day, he is second in command over all of Egypt. And guys, he wasn't even an Egyptian. Sure, there were years of things that happened before this promotion. Lots of stuff that he went through. But what you need to realize is you could be at the place right now where you might not see a way, but God has a way. And today just might be that day. But if you're focused on the problem, all the reasons why it can't work, you're never going to see the promise. So if you're struggling right now, I encourage you to start looking for that rainbow in the storm because remember, you will always get what you're looking for. If you would have told me in January of 2022 that I would be where I am today, I would have thrown a shoe at you. 
because I was in the thick of it. But I chose to believe that God would make a way, and he did. And boy, did he make a way exceeding abundantly above and beyond anything that I could have imagined. And he'll do the same for you. But you've got to stop focusing on the circumstances, and you've got to start focusing on the one that can change them. Because he will finish what he started. As long as you don't complain, and as long as you don't quit and give up. And if you need help navigating your circumstances, somebody to be in that boat with you while you're in your storm, remember, I'm just a DM away over on Instagram, and I will help you in any way that I can. And one thing that I do want to say, um, I am looking for women who are in the network marketing, social selling direct sales, whatever you want to call it. Everybody calls it something different. Industry. Okay, I'm creating a new course. Anyone that's in that industry that is looking to create a full-time income, 5K, 10K months, someone that wants to be eventually a leader, somebody that God has given a big vision to do something really cool in the industry, but you're not there yet. You haven't created the success that you want yet. I'm doing market research for this new course or for this new coaching program that I'm creating. And I need some help. I just need somebody. I need you to answer some questions for me. It's about a 15-minute call. And I can assure you there will be absolutely no selling whatsoever on the call. Zero zip nada on this market research call. Nothing. Okay? I will offer you either a gift card or a 15-minute free coaching uh, session with me as a thank you for the market research. So if you are that woman in direct sales network marketing that is looking to create a full-time income, that's looking to become a leader, that God has placed a, a dream in your heart, but you haven't gotten where you want to be yet, I would really appreciate it if you would catch me over in the DMs on Instagram and tell me, hey, I'm one of those people. And I will uh, shoot you a link to my calendar and we can get together. If you need prayer... If you need anything, I'm over on Instagram. Find me in the DMs. And if there is anybody that you know that could benefit from this podcast, I would greatly appreciate it if you would share it with them. I really, really appreciate you hanging out with me today. And I look forward to catching you on the next episode. Have an amazing day and God bless. And that wraps up another episode of the Ignite Her Soul podcast. My mission is to help you eliminate any and all mindset blocks and soul wounds that are standing in your way so that you can confidently and courageously step into the call of God for your life and set the world on fire for his glory. I really hope you loved today's episode and that it challenged you or blessed you in some way. If so, please share this with a friend you think might benefit. And I would be forever grateful if you could take 30 seconds and leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. That way I know you're liking the show. I'm so grateful for you and I would love to hear from you. Come connect with me in the DMs over on Instagram at Betsy Crony or shoot me an email at ignitehersoul at gmail.com. I look forward to meeting you back here real soon for the next episode of the Ignite Her Soul podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a beautiful day and God bless.